we're good. Are we ready? Shall we begin? Collect ourselves. And five, four. I, you didn't say the last three numbers, dude. I'm not supposed to. So what do we talk about on the podcast today? Uh, well, we talk about the fact that you have never fucking seen any of the Mad Max movies, and I am completely astounded to the point of profanity. Am I allowed to talk in this? Or? Yeah, yeah, go. You just did. Okay, I mean, the, the chains and the leather mask, and I got confused. <laughs> Which, by the way, that kind of iconography. They're complimentary. Yeah. Also, I mean, that's something that you would see in the Mad Max movies. Right, yeah. right, right. Yes, the, the, the gay cannibal biker bondage stuff. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Well, you just worked on that thing. This is, this is kind of like the podcast annex. We really need to tighten this up. Uh, we talk about Rob Zombie and how he's illegally taking credit for your work. Yeah. That son of a... <sighs> uh, we talk about Web Liberty. Right. Uh, the Web Prom. We talk about the Web Prom. Yep. under the Web. That's right. Talk about something about Ford Focuses. That's right. And the uh, Ford and Focus and the uh, fully loaded short film. And uh, We talk about Escaping Philadelphia. We talk about Zombieland. We talk about TV Guide. We talk about Mother Brain. Oh, we talk about Mother Brain. Oh, we talk about Mother Brain. All with Sam Proof, our guest. Hey, that's me. On the Shaky Town Radio Hour. The Shaky Town Radio Hour is on the air. I am Gene George. I'm Brody Foster Hubbard, and I've never sounded better. <laughs> you have never sounded better. You never look better. Thanks. I mean, I've, that's not a compliment. No, wait, no, it's not. <laughs> I was dissing you all the other times you've looked. You look horrible yeah. every time I see you, except for today. You're tolerable. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Um, uh, sitting across from us is uh, is Internet Web Liberty. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Sitting across from us is Sam Proof. Uh, wait, wait, I mean, this is this. I have a hard time sometimes because a lot of the folks we have on are, are kind of eclectic. I mean, they've they got a lot of, of things going on in the, the comedy, web, writing, whatever sphere. So right. how would you describe yourself? Yeah, I've uh, recently come up with uh, Internet Viking. I think that's hmm. the terminology I'm okay. going with. So you're plundering the Internet? Uh, yeah, that's right. Planting crops, writing poetry. A lot of uh, Vikings did this, and people don't know it. Is it uh, true yeah. that the Vikings discovered the Internet first? I believe so. It was on the way to America. Well, and but then, yeah. Vinland. But, but they didn't survive. The early Viking internet did not survive. No. no. Only right. some standing stones. So yeah. I didn't mean to shit on you there. <laughs> just saying. I'm just saying. It's possibly accurate. Possibly. <laughs> so internet Viking. Yeah. That's what I'm going with. Now, Sam, your, your show has... Um, you you do the video cast. Is it still called Failpire? Is that the old incarnation? Yeah, I've, uh, I'm in season four now, and I'm going to... Uh, I'm, I've changed it back to the Sam Proof Show. Very cool. Because every time I did Failpire, I had to explain what the hell it meant. Empire bid on failure. Yes, but you already know the explanation. True. Because I've been on the show. Yeah, so three times. Just, just every time you say it, you should just like have that parenthetically. Welcome right. to Failpire and Empire build on failure. Yeah. And then boom. Yeah. Every single time. 
I uh, I finally gave up on it when one day, like I was searching for Failpire on Twitter, and the results that came back were only about Twilight, and I was like, done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a that's bad. Uh, that's they, they usurped your branding. Yeah. Like, is there a character named Failpire? No, it's it's <laughs> no, it's just the vampires suck. <laughs> Failpire. They're, they're crappy vampires. Yes. Ah. I think the best Twitter blurb on. Twilight, and I can't recall who said it, but it was hilariously funny. Um, was when I I remember when vampires suck blood, not dick. Wow. <laughs> that was kind of awesome. <laughs> I actually saw the third installation of the Twilight series. Yeah. Uh, Are at, they up to three? Yeah. Yeah. F. Uh, at the two dollar Pasadena theater um, the other That's night. That's about right. <laughs> oh, across from uh, the the. CVS or whatever it is, I, I, Walgreens. Was it? Is it? Maybe like a, it is. Like a six, it's down past the bookstore, down past Lake. Yeah, they, I mean, they have really good midnight movies, but, like, my wife and I were just like, what do we want to do tonight? Uh, $2 theater, and that was what was playing. I was like, okay. It was crazy. How like, many the, screens the, are... I think it had, like, four or five screens. I think, yeah. like, Despicable Me was playing. That was the funny thing. This uh-huh. These two parents and, like, these two kids, and they were, like, the very stereotypical, like... Aryan blonde, you know, suburban family uh-huh. that, you know, they. I mean, you even see movies and, and movie spoofs of stuff like right. this is the family, and then like you know, a head falls from the sky, on their onto their car. Like, right. It actually happened in Tromeo and Juliet. Yes. Um, I have. Yeah. I've seen Tromeo and Juliet. There you go. I own Tromeo and Juliet. So do I. Tromeo <laughs> and Juliet. I, I don't own that. I will lend it to sorry. you. It's good. It's worthwhile. So my wife and I like, what the hell are these people doing in this theater? And then the previews play, and, and it's like for the American with George Clooney, and um, you know probably some other movie that's violent or whatever. And then like the first couple minutes of this movie is like this guy running and screaming for his life and getting like cut up by this vampire, and the parents are just like asking people in theater, wait, what movie is this? What movie is this? Oh, God. And then, oh, and then you just see him get bolt. They thought it was Despicable Me. I think the ticket taker was probably like, what do you, what do you want to see? Okay, whatever. And he gave him tickets for, you know, heard Eclipse is Despicable Me for some reason. Oh. And then everybody in the theater proceeded to like talk the rest of the movie. Like, it was not an arc light, arc light crowd, you know, who nice. paid $20. The two, the two dollar. Okay. So was it 10, was it 10% uh, worth the 10% of the arc light price or whatever? What, what is arc light now? Is it like $14 now? Something? Is it 14 Is it worth the difference between the price of... Oh, uh, between arc, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. $2.20. Yeah, I mean... If people are going to talk during the movie... Exactly, yeah, it's not shitty. a big deal. It's yeah. it's not a big deal. I mean, actually, some of the comments were kind of funny from the teenagers. But, like, the, the couple, like, making out and, like, her slapping him on the head... Ooh, that's extra. That's bonus. <laughs> no, totally. Dude. That makes up for it. You gotta pay extra for that one. And her, like, very loudly grumbling anytime somebody looks like, excuse me, and, like, needed to get up and get past her to go to the bathroom. How dare you have bodily functions. <laughs> watching a fucking epic here. I think uh, carrying an air horn in the theater is the way to do that. A yeah. Vizella, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, air, air horn, the air horn's compact. You can kind of hide it, and then, when, you know, somebody yeah, bitches about yeah, it. The Vuvuzela's, like... Yeah, they they're segmented. And oh, they're For the they podcasting collapse. audience, yes, Sam is holding his hands apart about yay much. Yeah, <laughs> yeah good, good. It was about yay. It was about yay. Uh, well, also but, for but the was, he started at yay, and then he went to about yay a couple yeah. of... Yeah. yeah. 
And thanks for, for showing them with your hands, Brody. You're how welcome. far my We do air quotes work. here a lot. It's good. That's a what lot. I do. <laughs> Useless air quotes. Awesome. So that's the Sam Proofs show. Hey. Yes. Fourth season. Oh, wait a minute. We're talking about <laughs> that. That was a really good Again? segue. <laughs> Brody is master of the segue. I am. It's on my license. Uh, so what, who, who, uh, what kind of uh, people have you been talking to recently? Um, well, we kicked things off with, um, and I'm going to butcher this name, and I'm, I'm sorry, but it's Allison Scaliotti from Warehouse 13. Oh, cool. That's, yeah, I she's, think you said it right. Yeah, I, I really thought I was going to pronounce the G, and that's the, the no-no, is you avoid the G. Unless you're doing a broad, like, crappy accent. Hey, Scaliotti! <laughs> yeah, that's it. I'm glad we went to the same place yeah. on that. Nice. <laughs> Dean, you've talked to me about that show. Warehouse 13? I think yeah. we talked about it... Uh, we, we may have talked about it last uh, episode. Yeah. I you're, have. Our, you're our second Sam in a row. Uh-uh. The other one we try and I've, we, I've heard we, about we do, this. We do girl, girl Sam, boy Sam. Oh, wow. Like yeah. to, I've always wanted to date a girl Sam so I could scream out my own name during sex. <laughs> so. Well, next week we're having Sam Michelle, Michelle on. Hmm. You know. You know, her dad's a housekeeper. All right, we'll pass that information along. Who is the boss of that show, <laughs> Catherine Hellman, duh. No, but, no, okay, all right. She might be the matriarch, but I think technically Judith Light is the boss because she's paying the bills. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. I think. Well, we solved it. Done. <laughs> Done. Wow, why'd they waste six Back into the mystery machine. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, so so Judith Light's the boss. <laughs> you, um... Are taping your show, or not taping, you're broadcasting actually live, right? It's a live Broadcast video. live, video to stickam.com every Saturday at 3 p.m. Very cool. Yeah. And from Meltdown? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm now using Meltdown's gallery as my studio. Excellent. Yeah. yeah Meltdown nice Comics. Space. That's yeah. a great space for the comedy show. And- yeah, they do a lot of like stand-up events, which I also stream, and uh, they have like gallery shows and yeah. other crazy they stuff. Have, they have artwork on the walls that people run into yeah. every single Meltdown show I've ever been to. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. But you haven't always been to Los Angeles, have you? Uh, no, I'm originally from Philadelphia, but uh, I've been out here ten years now. Ten years. Yeah. Um, tell us a little bit about what uh, you did in Philadelphia and what made you want to get out. Ooh, this is a bitter, bitter story. I hope it ends with murder. No. <laughs> No, wait. Sadly, no. Oh, forget it then. Uh, so let's see. In uh, Philadelphia, I, I worked for a very long time at a pizza place called Campus Corner by Villanova University. What, what? <laughs> I did not go to school there. <laughs> did make but mean. You, but yeah. you facilitated a lot of pizza eating. Oh, yeah. Villanova it was, campus. It was crazy. Yeah. That, we were actually uh, central to six colleges or something. Right. Yeah, so it was like Friday, Saturday nights was like a constant storm of like just food going out. We had somewhere between eight and twelve drivers on those nights, and it was just nonstop pizza making. So I died a few times. Yeah, yeah, it was it was bad. Uh, so I did that. I also worked at TV Guide for a little while. And the TV Guide? Yeah, you may have heard of it uh, <laughs> on the TV. For those of you listeners who are a little too young to know this, there used to be an actual thing called print media. Yeah, called a TV. Uh, there, yeah, there used to be a television box that you could watch your stories on. And there would um, be this piece of print media that would come up to let since, you know when the and, show is going to be on. And since, yeah. and since shows were only on at certain specific times, you had to know when those shows yeah. were on. It was like catching a, a bus. A schedule or 
guide, if you will, <laughs> yeah. for TV or television. And, if, of course, if you had the TV guide, you didn't really have to watch the TV, as you learned in Lost Boys. <laughs> um, yeah, the blurbs. You could read the little blurbs. What did uh, you do for TV Guide? And um, this was based in Philadelphia. This was outside. It's like, uh, that was, I guess, Wayne. Or it's right near Villanova as well. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I did make the grids for Michigan and Wisconsin. And occasionally, when I saw something that seemed out of the ordinary, I would write the blurb for it and suggest a feature on it, like Bob and Earl's Fishing Expedition, <laughs> which is awesome because it rhymes. Yeah, it does. It does rhyme. Now, see, I Bob and Earl, those guys know branding. <laughs> huh? I'm just amazed. It's, it's, it's occurring to me, of course, that makes sense that there would be offices in different places to handle yeah. different listings. I always just kind of thought there was one... Monolithic um, TV guide well, building. Do you remember Mother Brain from Metroid? I was just talking about this the other day. <laughs> it was knowledge that we had learned from uh, video games that would make us better people, and my response was I would be able to handle a 60-foot brain. Yeah. Yeah. I killed that thing so many times. <laughs> All I know is the thing I learned about learned about from video games is never join any sort of space marine corps <laughs> because you will eventually end up fighting Horrible alien monstrosities or things from hell. Yeah. That's really... Oh, yeah. Or both. Uh, well, At the yeah. same time. Yeah. The things from alien hell? Yeah. yeah. It's messed up. Mm, that's extra messed hell. up. That's like double hell. <laughs> that's like a super secret <laughs> extra hell. Secret double... Yeah. A double secret. Double secret hell. <laughs> that's two, two weeks in a row. I don't know how this is coming. <laughs> yeah. The time yes. has come for someone to put their foot down, and that foot is me. <laughs> <laughs> so you were... Doing this at the same time, or did you move uh, on to the guide and then? I did pizza for a long time, and then I did both for a little while, and then I did the guide because they kept stringing us along with these like fictitious bonuses because they were going to close those offices down and move all those jobs way across the country. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I'll stick around for that bonus, and then they would give you like a quarter and be like, we're extending it six months if you want the rest of the bonus. And they did that three or four times. Oh, wow. To my knowledge, those offices are still functioning, and that was <laughs> ten years ago. <laughs> so there's somebody there being like, I'm going to get that bonus. It's a gold watch for the retirement. <laughs> yeah. At this point. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so there was that. And then at the same time, I made some, some awesomely bad dating choices, at which point I then ran away to California. All right. <laughs> So no murders? No, not to my knowledge. Damn it. Possibly. <laughs> I was hoping this would, this would end in a bloodbath. It might just yet. It may, yeah. Well, <laughs> only 15 minutes into <laughs> the podcast. <laughs> my fingers are crossed. People who can't see my fingers being crossed. <laughs> so when you decided to leave, um, was it just, I'm going to go anywhere but here? Or was it like, I need to go to L.A., I need to start this? I, uh, I was going to go to California. And I was going to go to one of the three major cities, one, one of the Sands or Los Angeles. And then... <laughs> you know, the funniest part about that is, is I thought, what's the third big city in, this <laughs> in California? Oh, and I'm like, San Diego. I, and in my head, in my head, I went... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, while I was saying it, I was like, I hope they don't think Sacramento. Sorry, Sacramento. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, I don't think you ever need to apologize to Sacramento. No. Sacramento might need to I figured you meant Fresno. You. Frankly. Oh, Fresno. I've driven through there. No, but literally my <laughs> thought process was, what are the, what, three majors? And then I thought San Diego, and then I thought, <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Yeah. Um, 
What's his name? Oh, so, yeah, sorry. Yeah, dude. no, 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 it's cool. Yeah, so I was thinking of going to one of the three cities, and uh, at the time I was running this website that was a fan site for uh, Jawbreaker and Jets to Brazil, which have the common lead singer, Blake, yeah, yeah. Uh, Blake Schwarzenbach. Um, and, uh, and it had, like, a huge, like, fan community and, like, a, you know, like a newsletter back in the days where people actually did community newsletters right, and, like, right. they would sp- respond to that and stuff. On, on a ditto machine? What was that? On a mimeograph? Yeah, yeah, that's right. No, it was, uh, oh, gosh, I forget what the kind was, but it was the one that all the colleges were using at the time, you know. And uh, one of the girls that I'd become friends with on there pawned off this other girl on me. She was like, oh, this girl is so annoying, and she needs someone to talk to. And I was like, well, I'll talk to her, whatever. And then we started talking a lot. And I was like, okay, I'm going to Los Angeles because she lived in like Palm Desert, which is close enough. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, lasted from, from the from yeah from the lawn dart across the country map. Thing, yeah, close. <laughs> yeah, in the Los Angeles area, Palm Desert is not close to anything. No, it's like a, it's like a. You might as well go down to San Diego, absolutely, and have fun. <laughs> but I guess now I want to ask you um, about this. Uh, take a quick detour as far as the whole Blake Schwarzenbach thing. Um, you, how did you end up running a site for, for Jawbreaker and for Jets Brazil? Um, wow, that's a really good question, because I don't remember so much. Like, I know somebody else... Was it official band site at all, or was it just for, like, hey, we're fans, we're going to no, do this it was, it was, it was a straight-off fan site, but it was, like, the definitive site. Yeah. There was somebody else who had started a Jawbreaker site, and I had kind of started one, and at some... He, he was the guy that had the... Uh, like the official newsletter going mm-hmm. okay and at some point he was like i just can't do it anymore and i was like i will take it over and i merged all his stuff and my stuff and like and that it was it was it and uh it got to the point where i had like sign up and get a free jets brazil like email and there were like 50 different like lyric or song based emails you could get like you know at lemon yellow black dot you know dot com or whatever it was like dot zz dot com after that or but uh, it was funny because eventually when I came out here, uh, a couple years ago, I was working at a you know, reality place, and this girl that I had worked with for maybe a year or so, and I one day just had conversation about music, and she mentioned, you know, Jawbreak, and I was like, ah, I used to run a website for that, and she was like, which one? And I told her, you know, I was like, ah, oh, this one that had the email address, and she was like, ah, what are those email addresses? <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, that's really weird. What was the name of the site? You know, it was a free site. I don't even remember okay, what it okay. was anymore. Was it a tripod? Was it a- <laughs> no, it wasn't one of the crappy free sites. But it was something that doesn't exist anymore, actually. <laughs> Did it have an yeah. animated gif of a puppy running, a sparkly puppy? <laughs> no. Um, God, what was it? I, no, I can't remember. Okay. Yeah. We'll fix it in post. Yeah. We'll, it was we'll something that there. promised to have no advertising and then, like, a year later had advertising. Right. ads on it. Yeah, it was terrible. And so this fan site began as a Jawbreaker site and evolved into a Jets of Brazil site. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then, did it evolve into a Thorns of Life site, or is that no? Too it didn't far survive after? that. Yeah, it okay. didn't make it to what? Uh, whatever that third. What was the third album they put out? Oh, the third uh, Jets of Brazil album. Yeah, I don't think I, I made believe it that's that Perfecting far. Loneliness. Yeah, I didn't get that far. I would Thank, you, me. <laughs> Thank you, Internet. Thank you, Internet. <laughs> That's so weird. I, I I swear that I went to a, a Jets to Brazil show with a girl at some point. Like, yeah. Who um, hasn't? Yeah, <laughs> really. They were a good show. They were yeah. fun. 
I actually followed them um, from like Florida or Georgia back up to Philly. Oh wow! Okay. And uh, caught the couple shows on the way, so that was cool. Very cool. Yeah, they played the Halloween show in Philly with uh, Promise Ring, which was one of the few shows I can actually remember because. Like, Promise Ring dressed all in, like, big furry animal suits. <laughs> like Muppets? Yeah. I mean, like furries. Like furry suits. Before oh, like, it was a thing. Gene loves furries. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. I hate fucking furries. <laughs> so you came to L.A. to pursue a girl. I did. And, and that didn't last. Within like months, <laughs> like a short few months, that yeah. was well. Uh, she was in Palm Desert. Yeah, and even, fuck that. even beyond that, there was way too much drama for that uh, amount of distance, and I was like, done. <laughs> yeah, I've always wondered what it'd be like to come to Los Angeles single, just because um, I was born in Los Angeles single, man. Yeah, <laughs> and like you're surrounded by like actresses and models who yeah. are aesthetically, you know. I think maybe that is one of the reasons why I am singularly unimpressed by beautiful women, mm-hmm. for the most part. Because yeah. um, it's like, like I see pictures of Jessica Alba, and I'm like, I went to school with 50 girls that look just like her. Right. You yeah. know, it's like, and? <laughs> yeah, she's cute. You know, it's like, what do you think of her? Yeah, she's cute. She's all right. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, I worked for uh, a couple seasons of Girls Next Door and uh, and Beauty and the Geek, and after a while, it's just like... You just can't be that attractive to, to, you know, balance out how vapid you are. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I think it's, you know, I think it's all survival traits. Yeah. You know, it's like if people bring you stuff because you are hot, you don't have to develop any of the, you know, other Social things skills. that, that people, <laughs> yeah. normal human beings this have. This is a whole, like, Comic there was a whole 30 Rock uh, empathy. devoted to that idea with uh, the John Hamm from the John Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think that's yeah. true. I think there's a kernel of truth in that. The bubble. No, definitely. Colonel um, So you had stopped doing the site probably by this point, or yeah, and was... you, the girl it wasn't going to work out. So here right. you are in L.A. escaped the claws of Philadelphia. Right. The uh, cold clutches. Of the, yeah. yeah. Is it always sunny in Philadelphia? No, it's never. I've heard it's that like London. from the television. It's very, very rarely <laughs> always sunny. <laughs> Do you go to the Liberty Bell often? Yeah, we all just crack a beer. Can a cheesesteak and a pretzel? I don't Actually, the cheesesteaks are really good. I, I, this is like the fourth time I've done this, guy. An and impression I, I that you I, I don't know. I completely hate him, yet I, I'm fascinated. <laughs> I'm fa- so, I'm just going to ask questions. Yeah, it's very familiar. It sounds like Rush Limbaugh. Does it? Yeah, a I've never. Bit. I've, a little I've, bit. I've really never listened to Rush Limbaugh. Yeah. Except it's not politically charged, but yeah, kind of has his cadence. Uh, <laughs> I never, I never, not I. I can't. I maybe thirty seconds. Howard Stern and Rush Limbaugh listen to about the amount, same amount. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. So what do you do? Like you're, what do you do? You're you're in L.A. You, you had you kind of started your network of friends at this point. Had you decided what um, you wanted to do out here? No, I guess. I mean, I, I think I came out here with the uh, concept that I was going to write, and then along those lines, I was like, well, I'll find my way through the industry by starting at the production assistant level. Get a I mail, job in the mailroom. Show, yeah, no, show that you're a go-getter. I don't really have that. In, uh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> so the next assume, best thing I assume nothing assistant. has changed since the 30s. Right. <laughs> I found an empty office. I... I put up, put up shop. I answered some calls, and I put on a suit and a Michael J. Fox my way to the top. Um, yeah. So 
There, that's how that worked. <laughs> Which explains also why you have Parkinson. Yes. It was a terrible plan. Had I known going into it. Yeah, you can't you just can't hit your wagon to that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I just uh, I started doing production assistant jobs on film and then kind of swapped around a couple times like I did art department and I went back to like PAing and Palco for um, reality shows. And then I kind of stuck you, to you that. Both, both of you guys have worked on reality television. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm actually wrapping up a job right now in reality. Right. Yeah. yeah. Reality's pretty much been my gig for the last, like, four or five years. I think pretty yeah. much anyone who's... 80% of the people who are working in this town, reality is their gig. And that's one of, the, one, of yeah. the, one of the problems. Yeah. Reality's the great Satan. <laughs> that's true. I'm just saying. You know, you'd like to say, well, hey, at least it pays well, but it doesn't. No, it doesn't. It's <laughs> terrible. Right, right, they right. cut, you know, every possible corner they can, yeah. and uh, most of that's wages. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But some, I mean, some of the, the nicest and most creative people I've met have been the people I've worked at, worked with on these shows. Yeah. Well, I think there's no alternative. <laughs> in, a <lot> of, <laughs> yeah. in a lot of ways. Yeah. I mean, you know, so. Um, well, the alternative is working for yourself on the internet, not making any money. So, <laughs> right? No, no, and that's—I mean—that one of the focuses of the show, one of the things, we, one of our pet things we like to talk about is DIY and the DIY yeah. aesthetic and things. Um, and 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 that's—I mean, you know—if you're going to draw the line between being creatively fulfilled and lining your pockets with the filthy money from reality television, sure. you know, I, I guess I, I fall on the—I uh, have a day job side, and I can. I can have a high horse about this. Right. <laughs> what, what is your job? Oh, um, I work in IT. Oh, okay. In, in, that's information technology. That's pretty good. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. For a major healthcare firm. How, how often is the... I think the, I probably uh, talked about it on there. I don't know if I said the, said the name. I no, no, we, we try to keep you yeah. safe from that. Yeah. <laughs> how, how often is the solution this? Uh, did you try plugging it in? <laughs> for me, almost yeah. never. But when I was on help desk, a lot of times it was, have you plugged it in? Hey, and you know what? If if and I would be a much more flip about that if I had not made the same mistake. <laughs> it just happens when you're doing deployments and things like yeah. that. You know, it's like something doesn't turn on, and then you realize uh, this is one of the reasons. And here, let's have uh, welcome to Tech Talk. Uh, you know, it's it's basic troubleshooting. Yeah. Never just like basic prep in a kitchen. Right. You never divert from that the minute you you don't do those basic troubleshooting steps you fuck yourself right you know because that's the that's the time when it's not plugged in and you're tearing your hair out and then you look down and the plugs out and you're like i'm a fucking moron i'm just as bad as all those people who are <laughs> on jokes on the internet so awesome. yeah so how did, when did you finally find an outlet to be creative as far as whether that be writing or um, acting or shooting things you were kind of working behind the scenes for you know yeah. for a day gig well, but <clears throat> I've I've always been a writer. Like I have been writing since you know, like the grade school. Like I've always been writing stories and like letters and such. Yeah, uh, some kind of letters, sometimes see, sentences, see, okay, uh, there's, words. There's uh, our warehouse thirteen tie-in because Artie played the WW Beauchamp on in Unforgiven, and Gene Hackman when he says he's a writer, Gene Hackman says or, or Clint Eastwood says. What, like letters and such? Play to shrimp. It is, it is. It's the lattice of coincidence. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I've, I've always written. And, in fact, when I first got out here, I <clears throat> had a day job for a while at uh, a certain automotive website that sold automotives, if you will. Uh, and I hated it, so I would take really long lunch breaks, and I would just write <laughs> while I was there. Yeah. I also ran their chat room for a while, so I could pretty much write whenever I wanted. Oh, wow. What was that <clears throat> chat room like? 
it, was, it sucked. <laughs> it was it was all scripts. I might as well have been a guy in India. So <laughs> it's all oh without oh. the cool accent. Yeah, like well, I mean, it's a chat room, so. You really? Oh well. <laughs> except for God, the, well, you're you stupid person. Why don't you, <laughs> you do this thing? I'm terribly, terribly, terribly unable to help you. I cannot. Why don't you just pick the buttons that they are? Um, but so yeah, so I actually ended up writing a novel while I was working there, which is out on Kindle right now. It's called Gone, and you can get that on Amazon. Yeah. Um, and it's what if it's gone? How can we get it on the Kindle? <laughs> no wonder nobody's buying it. <laughs> They should have wrote, it's called here. That's right. <laughs> Available. Well, you should have called it Buy This. <laughs> Buy this, Buy this book. book. It's a nice book. <laughs> and uh, we'll have a link to the Amazon page for that okay. for all y'all on our blog, which is at shakytownradio.com. And so you and you wrote that during that time. Yes. Yeah. Okay. That was a while ago, four years ago maybe. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and you started... Uh, you find you found yourself in the the reality world, right? Yeah. Um, as far as now, were you doing like PA stuff on set, or were you working in the office doing like logging and story kind of stuff? Uh, I started out doing uh, specifically night PA for like Biggest Loser and Beauty and the Geek, and it was a combination of night PA and Pelco. And Pelco are those like black dome security cameras you see in like Kmart, and that's the house cams that they have. Or, or, or more recently on Persons Unknown. <laughs> <laughs> the NBC psychological thriller. Yeah. Very true. Oh. So, yeah. I don't know who that guy is either. <laughs> I think it's just me. Narrator <laughs> number three. It was you all along. It was me all along. Um, so, yeah, when the uh, film crew from the day goes out, you have somebody just running those cameras at night because nothing really important right. is usually going to happen. Except, like, when, I don't know, that geeky guy and the hot Asian chick hook up on Beauty and the Geek, because I was part of capturing that, so that's my claim to fame. Boom. Yeah, that was <laughs> epic. So, did you get an Emmy for that? Yeah. Was that best, best hook? Pelco. <laughs> best hookup. Yeah. <laughs> so, you, after you uh, completed your, your novel... What, what got you on the internet as far as doing your shows and, and what inspired you to go, you know, I want to do this thing and right. put it on this, uh, web, you know, this thing called podcasting that nobody's heard of? Uh, so ironically, you could probably blame reality television because I was working those late nights and it was like just me awake for like a 10-hour span. And so I didn't have a lot to do. So with, with really boring shit going on. Oh, everybody else was asleep. Like the crew would go away. Right, right. And then the cast would just go to sleep. Especially right. on like Biggest Loser, they would be like... Oh, we ran today. That's right, it right. for me. <laughs> they had us lifting tires or whatever yeah. crap they were doing. Yeah, so, like, I had nothing better to do. And, you know, fat people, they they, mean, they need a lot of sleep. Oh, yeah. Uh, that first-hand exp- I'm sorry. Anyway. I have to go now. Fast. Um, yeah, so I spent a lot of time just looking at things on the Internet and mostly getting annoyed. I was like, I, oh, I could do that, and like stuff like that, and like, uh, and I hadn't even found YouTube at the time. It was just things in general. Where I was like, this is so dumb. I don't know, yeah. right? And then when I finally found YouTube and I started seeing like vloggers, like Boheem, uh, and and you know stuff like that, I was like, I can straight out do this right now. And so I made like my first vlogs in a really dark room in a you know in a house that was. You know, while I was doing reality television, if you look far enough back, 
you will see some really bad stuff. <laughs> yeah, hidden in the annals of annals, annals. Close enough. I think it's a Freudian slip, but we'll let that one stand. <laughs> I think it's an accurate slip. <laughs> yeah, if you go far enough back on my uh, Samproof YouTube, it's some uh, like. I don't. I don't even think they're 640 by 480 at that point. <laughs> they may be smaller and like. And we'll be sure to put up just those on the. Yeah, yeah. We'll find, sure. show, find show, those. Show, showcase that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's interesting because I like. There's a progression of like, and now I've got a new camera, and now I've got a computer with a built-in eyesight. Now I finally got editing software that works. <laughs> yeah. So, and then eventually, uh, I ran into like the community on YouTube. There's a very strong community there. And a lot of them were doing this thing on Stickam, which is like, you know, real-time live streaming chatting. And it would be like six people on video cameras just talking to each other and like other people in the chat room. And when we were doing it, it was just us just hanging out and having fun. And one day, at some point, I pulled out my guitar and I just riffed on it and made like some really bad songs about like, Hey, Jessica! Your name rhymes with cut, whatever. You know, it was like really not, not good stuff at all. Stuff that. But, but let's be honest, that's only like one cut below a lot of music. <laughs> True. Yeah. yeah. Well, we, I was listening to something. Uh, I, was, I was going shopping with my sister-in-law, and, and um, something came on the radio. Yeah, but, but I can't remember what. But it, but it was kind of like I never listened to the, these lyrics before. Yeah. And I'm like, most music is some douche with a rhyming dictionary. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's pretty bad. Yeah. Um, but so I had done a bunch of those like guitar improv, if you will. I hope UCD doesn't revoke my uh, credibility for claiming that. <laughs> um, so through that, the CEO of Stickam somehow came across those, and at the time they were like. Featuring a lot of stuff that I guess were against his sensibilities, and I'm not going to say what, because <laughs> I like those people. Um, and so he, you know, told his director of programming that they should contact me and feature me. And Which I, I presume, I presume he's an old man sitting behind it, because everything, everything in the entertainment industry to me is frozen in 1937. Yeah. Well, he's Japanese <laughs> in Japan, oh. where, you know, they're really... Like we're bad about like sex here. It's worse there. No, uh, who? Uh, somebody just today. Uh, somebody just today said that their entire. Oh, God, God, and I'm 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 horrible because it was hilarious. Um, who the hell said it? Uh, that most of their entertainment is based on. Oh, it was uh, Ben Yahtzee Kroshoff from uh, Zero Punctuation on on um, the Escapist. Uh, that most of their uh, most of their entertainment is based on sex crime. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's some weird stuff going on over there, which is. Yeah, it's like yeah, Japan is England that never got invaded. <laughs> That's really what it is. I think the I think the only reason the English aren't exactly like the Japanese right. is because the, the the French and the Vikings. Yeah, and mostly the Vikings. I'm going to say Vikings. Well, the French too. <laughs> but William William, the, you, know, yeah. uh, you know, the whole 1066 and Battle of Hastings. Yeah, uh, the Norman invasion. Uh, yeah, that that to me is I, I honestly think I honestly think England would be exactly like Japan. Right. They're 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 crazy enough. Yeah. But they would be exactly as crazy as the Japanese if, if people hadn't kicked their ass a couple times. <laughs> right. Um, they would have panties in vending machines. And, oh yeah. And video games about raping schoolgirls is all I'm saying. <laughs> Probably. Oh man. They do. I'm, I'm not, I know. I'm not making it up. <laughs> anyway. It would make different countries, different customs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Um, yeah. I kind of need, need a little shower. 
a cold shower. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, yeah, but it was because of the CEO from that that I, you know, was offered a featured slot, and I was like, "Well, I got to really step up my game now." Yeah, yeah. And any day now, it's going to happen. I'll step that game right up. But, uh, <laughs> but he liked you as is, so yeah. And then I was like, I don't want to do what I do. I want to do something bigger. So, cool. And now, four seasons later, here you are on uh, the with the Sam Proof show. Yeah. Um, so people can find that stickum dot com slash Sam Proof. Yeah, or or uh, show dot Sam Proof dot TV, which oh, might wow, be okay. easier because those are words. <laughs> <laughs> Stick M, you have to worry about spelling it. Yeah. If you guys link it, it'll be a link. It, it probably makes more sense in Japanese. Yeah. Sam <laughs> Proof. <laughs> I hope I said something real. No, you didn't. Did you speak Japanese? Not a little. No, not a little you, bit. Not not. Well, I was, I was mixing stuff up. Uh, I I took it in high school and in college. Oh. And and I speak very. I can say like, did you buy a sandwich? Oh yeah. Sandwichi o kamashita ka? Tokyo Did you buy a watch? Did you buy a sandwich? Coca Cola kamashita ka? Did you buy a Coca Cola? Nice. My favorite part of Japanese is all the. Uh, Western loan words because it really is like the word for motorboat, Otoboto. <laughs> <laughs> Hamburger, Hamburger. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. So, like, like most of the foreign languages I quote unquote speak, I know 10 phrases from, like, yeah. you know, the exercises. Yeah. So, you know, I can, with the whole Donde esta la biblioteca kind of <laughs> stuff. So, I can know, I ask people where the library is. I can tell people I'm a lawyer for Tokyo Electric. <laughs> I can ask someone if I if if the what do you eat what do you eat curry rice with a chopsticks or a fork curry rice wa nan de tabemasu ka spoon desu ka hoku desu ka hashi ie hashi de tabemasu no I eat it with chopsticks I don't know how to say fucker I would say I eat it with chopsticks fucker yeah pray continue all right <laughs> It's, it's there's something inherently amusing about watching anybody of any background speak a language that's not native to them. There's yeah. nothing. I, yeah. I will I will go on record as saying there's nothing hotter than a, a Japanese girl with a valley girl accent. <laughs> I'm not positive I've come across that. Uh, yeah, there used to be a, there used to be this girl that worked at this Japanese restaurant in the valley, and, and she totally had the Val accent. I was like smitten. I, I would like to see like a, a Filipino girl with a Brooklyn accent. I think that might be interesting. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> if there's anyone out there, I'm sure. I'm sure. I we thought can. you were gonna when you said okay. I thought you were like conjure. I will find one. No. <laughs> this is my mission. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure it out. I wanted to ask you about this. I, I feel I don't know if this is going to be a sore subject for the Stickum community, uh-huh. but it had recently gotten some mainstream news coverage because of Jesse Slaughter. I'm out of here. <laughs> What's this? I, I have no idea. This what is the thing about. that I uh, let me really quickly tell the story of how it ended up on our Shaky Town blog because you might remember this. Did you report on Jesse Slaughter? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. I promise I wasn't involved in that. <laughs> I. This is something that three men of our age should not care at all about but i happened to be online one day when this like disaster show was going on on the Mm. internet where like a 12 year old girl had oh yeah yeah, yeah, posted like this thing just cursing out people and then like her dad comes on i forgot about that yeah that's yeah um epic quotes like brain slushy and uh uh backtrace consequences will never be the same and like it was weird because i was watching it as it happened so you saw it live. 
Not the actual video oh. live, because I, um, was that posted on Stickum? I don't know. But yeah, I, I no, saw it all after on the YouTube. fact. That's yeah. what I thought. Okay. I, I saw it as people... Were updating it. Exactly. Like, okay. hey, hey, guys, check this out. Yeah. And people oh. were posting this thing. And like, You I caught it mid-meme. I caught it, like, pre-meme. Oh, really? Like, when it I was, caught it... When it was like, memeing. Like, hey, guys, check this out. And I checked out the YouTube video, and the YouTube video had been posted, like... Yeah. If not mere minutes ago, at least less than like a half hour or hour, right. you know, and like, but within, and I was like, I just like, I'm putting this up on the Shaky Town blog. This isn't anything we usually cover. This is completely stupid. Yeah. And I just want to share with you because I was there first. Here's this <laughs> dumb thing that's yeah. going on. And like within days, it was on like Good Morning America. Yeah. And this happened like, I think it was was either right before South by Southwest or when I went to Arizona because I was leaving town. It must have been South by Southwest. I was leaving town and I had just seen all of this stuff. Like, I had, it, it had all happened, like, maybe a day before, two days before, whatever the gestation period on it was, and I had just, you know, scarfed it all down. And somebody from Gawker emailed me <laughs> because I was a stick-am celebrity and they wanted me to talk about it. And I was like... Are you crazy? You're going to put my name on this? You know who the 4chan guys are going to find me? And I was like, fine, I'll do it. But I found myself, not because I'm afraid of 4chan, a little, maybe, a lot. Okay, mostly because of 4chan. So yeah, so Gawker had contacted me, and like, I was like, found myself just taking the side of not the little girl, which I was like, uh, I wouldn't have thought that if you had done like, Oh, like a million people are attacking this 12-year-old girl. I, I figure my internal person would be like, oh, you're all jerks. But I was like, no, a 12-year-old girl should not be on the internet at, you know, yeah, like this stage. Like, probably not a good idea. Let alone yeah. saying the stuff she was saying. Yeah, like her parents have clearly taught her how to be a douchebag. And the, the, the thing that I went off on was that our society with reality television and now sex tapes and the internet and all that is teaching people that... Anyone can be famous, especially if you're a douchebag or having sex. Oh, yeah. Or, or, and, and if God both together, man. Yeah. That's like the, just absolutely. Yeah. The nexus. Douchebags having sex with douchebags. Uh, right. That's, okay, dude, we're pitching that show. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, like bros icing bros, but really icing them. Uh, <laughs> oh. Well, see. <laughs> yeah, don't ask, not, don't tell, just got repealed. I think there's a market for this. There you go. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, but uh, my point was that I think 4chan is the uh, the great equalizer of that. You know, it's like you're going to be out there being an idiot. They're going to call you on it. Yeah, you know, but I, I honestly think that, that that the problem is that is that's the sledgehammer to the to the fly kind of thing. I I, I think it I think it's just the flip side of that exact problem. Oh sure, it is. This is kind of the you know the 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 internet is kind of the worst of mob rule in a lot of ways and and that you know just can't we all just get along yeah yeah <laughs> you know i mean it's it's just really shittastical yeah the whole thing is shittastical but i i agree that at least there's kind of this it, i i find it interesting to see how the how the society evolves so that you're correcting for that sort of thing. I don't agree yeah. with how no. you're correcting for it, but sure. But I, I think it's fascinating to, to watch the, you know, yeah. Here's a problem, and a solution is arrived. At. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Not the best solution, <laughs> but hey, when has that ever mattered? Yeah. Mm. Right, right. Never. That would be never. Yeah. 
So, and was that pretty much the feeling you were getting from your fellow, like, stick'em community people? I, I, you know, I... Like, this, like, what is this thing that has tainted... Ironically, my audience barely knew what, what it was, which is the brilliance of the internet, where it's like... Brody posted it, and I couldn't remember it a month ago. It was <laughs> yeah, a month ago. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, that thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, 10 million people can know about it, and not a single one of them are your friends. So, it's like... <laughs> the internet is like a giant brain. Yeah. And, like, dumb shit happens in your brain, and you can't remember it. And the same thing, you know, it's the internet. It goes, it pops up and it goes away. You remember Mother Brain from Metroid? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, deja vu. <laughs> and the circle is complete. <laughs> Goodness. Yeah. So, uh, um, let's talk about some of your ventures since you started the show. What, really? are, what are some of the, the highlights as far as the fun... Um, I mean, all the guests obviously are fun. The interviews are fun. It's good people. But, hey, weren't uh, we talking about Allison... Skagliati. We were. The Skags. We were. That would be a... Uh, what yeah. an unfortunate name. <laughs> Allison? That's so ugly. I know. Totally. Oh, terrible name. Totally. Is it a 2L or a 1L? <laughs> I believe it's 2L. Yeah, it is. See, it is. it's, yeah, even, it's totally L. inefficient. You only need 1L for Allison. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Poor kid. What's up with that? <laughs> she's a good actress. Yeah. She's a really good actress. I have seen very little of that show. So. You, sh- you know what? It, she's the best thing. Well, I won't yeah. say she's the best thing on that show because I, I think. Well, I have heard that said. Saul Rubinek. Saul Rubinek's really good, but then he has like yeah. forty I mean, years he's, of acting. He's a for real actor. So. I remember yeah, him yeah. from Next Generation. Was he in Next Generation? He was in yeah, Star Trek he, Next Generation. Like he kidnapped Data as a trophy. Yeah. Oh, was he, that Saul Rubinek? He was recurring, right? I feel like he, he was, was there the a one. bunch of times. He actually replaced an actor that I feel like they'd either cast or they had shot some scenes with and who died. Who was that? Before uh, he abruptly took over the part of... It almost sounds like you're reading this off the internet. (laughs) It was the episode called The Most Toys. Uh, David Rappaport had been cast in the role. He committed suicide shortly after filming had begun. He was a little midget person. Uh, yeah, he was one of the time best time known dwarf yeah. actors in television film. T- time bandit. So Saul Rubinak replaced... He's the, short, but he's the, not that short. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, what would Time Bandits be with, like, Saul Rubinak <laughs> instead of... David Rappaport's, like, the main guy yes, in Time Yes, he is, Bandits. yeah. Waiter more uh, champagne and plenty of ice. Yes. I also remember him from uh, True Romance, actually. Now that I saw his face again, I was like, oh, yeah. He's mm-hmm. uh, the mm-hmm. Oliver Stone character. Oliver Stone-esque character. Right, right, right. Oh, yeah. um, Which I think that whole role was a backlash by Tarantino against what Stone did in Natural Born Killers, right? Probably. Well, yeah. wait, but yeah, yeah, because that... Well, both of those he wrote, but he didn't direct. Right, right. I mean, obviously Stone directed Natural Born Killers. But I, I felt like his dealings with Oliver Stone during that whole thing... Right. Like the transaction. I know that Oliver Stone told him something like, you make movies, I make films. Ouch. I, I would I would say I'm surprised that he's a dick, but I'm not surprised <laughs> in the least. Don Simpson is rolling over his grave. I <laughs> know, <laughs> uh, uh, no, uh, no, but uh, uh, Saul Rubinek was also in um, uh, Tim Hutton's uh, Nero Wolf. Nero Wolf mystery. Yeah. yeah, he was really good, really, really good. He was a dentist on Curb Your Enthusiasm. I did not see that. 
I don't. I, I, we've talked about this, haven't we? I, I can't watch Curb. Yeah, we talked about. Yeah, it. yeah, it's we AP, have. I think. It's funny. Yeah, I've had a couple conversations lately about curb your enthusiasm with some people. I think we were just talking. I have successfully curbed my enthusiasm. <laughs> yeah, I it. never got into that. I, I'm I a love bad it. person, I guess. No, no, you're not a bad person in the least. I wasn't. Really we have to talk. We have to talk about Tim and Eric because I gotta uh, bitch about it every show. Apparently, don't know what you're talking about. What's, oh, uh, what's Tim and goodness. Eric? Uh, yeah. Are we, are that was we, a thing I did. No, no. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. That's fine. I'm kidding. Um, well, we'll turn that. I wanted to did you stop? Like, oh, okay. No, no. Still going? I want to <laughs> talk a little bit more about the, the show. Right. Um, just some crazy thing. Anything crazy happened or any guests that have gone, you know, just a, a ride. Uh, was there any murders? There were murder ballads. Blah, 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 Guests that have gone awry. Oh, you know what? Oh, well, that's, that's just mean to, like, pinpoint someone. There was <laughs> someone who, like... I'm just fascinated. Is it hasn't happened to us yet. Yeah. We've been very lucky. Until today. <laughs> no, that's not yeah. true. We, I mean, we, I mean, I think a well, big think part our, is knowing... Our, our hand-picked guests. Yeah. 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 I, I tend to know everyone that's coming on to some extent. Like, right. or at least have a few interactions with them, smoked a line, whatever. What, <laughs> yeah, what was yeah, the yeah. pointing to the nose? Also, no, I, I said, was, I was I said, my, I said my smoked nose. a line, which my, that's my, not my, how that my works. My nose was is that. There was no signal okay, there. So it's not like the... All right. Is that time on the show? So we're not holding. So we're going to We're going to do a bunch of blow after this. We're going to take a break. And back now. So, hey, how are you guys <laughs> doing? This has been really good. Really good time. I don't know what's my, my going on now. My face is numb. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what? <laughs> uh, so, we're going to get back to the question. I did have, I mean, I, I don't think I've ever had, like, a horrible... Shit storm. Ex- yeah, just technical problems <laughs> was mostly what, yeah. what's brought us down. But uh, there was someone who came on, one of the musical guests, that was, like, a little just out there, I guess. <laughs> and it was just like getting answers from her was a little hard and yeah. like the music she played was really slow and it's like this is the internet you gotta keep people awake <laughs> so that was you know that was awkward oh, wait a minute hold bad. on a second is that one of the criteria because I think we've been fucking this shit up <laughs> <laughs> we need to count back we need to go back to 10 and, <laughs> and tighten this shit up is all I'm saying You're right right I, I like the wandering kind of meander yeah yeah Look, you know what? It's not a destination, it's a journey. Totally. We're all on this trip together. This big, crazy, crazy trip. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going back to my... We're in late night. I'm going to play some deep cuts from Yes. All right. Welcome (laughs) back to the Blue Lounge. (laughs) I'm here with my guests, Sam Proof and uh, Brody Foster Hubbard. All right. Take it away, Kenny G. We're going to smooth jazz you through the midnight hour. Coming up, my favorite Yanni. (laughs) Then I'll do some tone poetry. I always mix up Yanni with Rafi. The wheels, Rafi's the, the, yeah, yeah, the children's. Yeah. yeah, it's like the wheels on the Close bus. Enough. Though, like, with, Close with, enough. With like you know long keyboard notes and <laughs> tinkly like wind chimes in the background. Right, right. right. The wheels on the bus go hush. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh. Now I know what the musical drop in is going to be. For uh, some, so. some Yanni. <laughs> nice. So. I like the John Tesh. <laughs> uh, I, I, I can't say I've ever heard a John Tesh. Uh, you uh, are well, wrong because if I if I am correct, he wrote something that's really overplayed, like the NFL theme song. Oh, 
Ah. Or Monday Night Football, something like that. They're not using Waylon Jennings anymore? <laughs> oh, is that who wrote that? <laughs> yeah, Am I wrong? I so. Shit. Well, like, I mean, are, are you ready for some football? Like? That's a Monday Night Football. No, yeah. no, the dun-dun-dun-dun. Dun-dun-dun-dun. That? I think so. Hmm. Let's find out. Well, that's what we do on this show. Inten- intentionally. Intentionally. Yeah, no, right, well, that's in- the NBA on NBC themes, which is okay. also known as Round Ball Rock. Even though I've never, I, I, I probably, I may have heard that incidentally, but I could not hum it hard. <laughs> I bastardized it, but whatever. But yeah, there's NBA on NBC themes. Yep, awesome. So there's that. I have heard it. I have heard yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I'm talking about his, uh, his huge stuff. I call it newage because it's like newage. sewage. Yeah, oh, yes. that's not mine though. Oh. That's not my joke. That's, I was going to give you such mad props no, on that. No, um, first I, I think I heard it from uh, from uh, Pendulet. Said that at yeah. some point. I've actually been watching a lot of Penn uh, Teller lately. Uh, the the bull. The bull's hit. The bullshit. Yeah, it's good. I mean, like sometimes I disagree completely with their thesis, but sometimes I'm like, yeah, right on. I I I, it's, I don't think I've I don't think I've run into any that I have like full on just said eh to yeah. but you know it's mostly it's mostly I think anything that anything that, that brings a modicum considering what most shows are like anything that brings a modicum of skepticism yeah. into and critical thinking into even to just say are you high you know pr- prove it Right. This is the, there's no nothing wrong with proof, yeah. you know. It's oh, thank you. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, uh, yeah, and there's nothing wrong with sand proof. There you go. Because um, I was thinking about because you'd mentioned the whole organic food thing. Mm-hmm. I think their point was, if I remember, because uh, I was thinking about it, uh, is that there's no difference in taste between an organic because. Right, Everyone's right, right. perception is, oh, it's organic. It's so much better. It's the flavors, and it's like, right. yeah, an organic tomato tastes like a fucking tomato, guys. Yeah, you know, it's like that's there's no difference. It's in it, it's way more expensive because it costs more to produce, and it tastes like a tomato that was produced with horrible, horrible chemicals. And right. you're not going to tell the difference. So, yeah, I, I that was one of their main thrusts, which is absolutely true. And that most people who are against genetically modified foods are against them because they are crazy, not for any actual science reasons. <laughs> <laughs> like well, they just like the they, word Frankenstein. They fear that it will affect them. Oh, absolutely. There's a fear there, but yeah. but but the reasons why they could, if they if they investigate it, they might actually find a a real scientific reason to be afraid of it, and not just. Franken foods. Right. They're, they're splicing fish genes into our tomatoes. Like, no, they're not really doing that. <laughs> You're kind of high or whatever. You know, it's it's blah blah. blah. Hmm. Anyway, we should we should. I I'm for splicing fish genes into tomatoes. I'm thinking. <laughs> I want to see what happens. I, I'm for it too. I I think I frankly think. Science can fix anything. Yeah. I mean, how long ago was it where that mouse had an ear going on the back of it? When was the last time you heard about anything like that? It's been like 10 years. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Boo, and I'm boo. sick of it. I, I, I want more. I don't eat no goddamn fish tomatoes. I'm telling you right now. Fish mato? <laughs> fish mato? Not the fish mato? No. Tish. And thank you. Tish, tish that's my wife. <laughs> oh, that's right. Huh. That got uh, weird. Got yeah, weird I'm, fast. I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's bring this down a little bit. Are you saying that, that Jean's wife is actually an android? 
Uh, no, because that would have... She's a machine. That would have machine parts. <laughs> whereas, you should have seen her jackhammering. It was fucking awesome. <laughs> not sure what that means. Jack, actual jackhammering. Well, the, the, you, you notice the, the bombed out... Yeah, like, this yeah. place is... Uh, yeah, it's pretty much like wartime. It's like Dresden. Like ready for a zombie <laughs> attack? Is that what's going on here? I think so. We, we're going to put the entrenchments in the front. Okay. The best part of that, about that is the, my front yard is torn out because we jackhammered on a sidewalk. And, and Tish was trying to tell me it's like having trenches like world war one yeah. but it came out it's like having shooting digging things and I'm, <laughs> I'm like trenches she's like no and i'm like i'm pretty sure they called those things trenches like in trench warfare like most of world war one like the reason why world war one was so shitty because of the trenches that they like trench foot yeah those things i thought it was just shitty because they didn't have free wi-fi well, they didn't have free Wi-Fi. They had... Because well, they, they were in France. <laughs> yeah, right. They had wires. It's true. But don't the French have a pretty decent technical infrastructure? No, I'm sure I'm sure they do now. But not in 1914 <laughs> and 1918. I don't think anybody did in 1914 or 18. They had wires. They had telephones, field telephones. You know, you little crank. But did they have cable-ready cable houses? Did they have DSL? I don't think so. That's why the future is better. Right. D- DSL... Aside from transmitting data, I mean, all that technology, DSL at least, is 100 years old. I mean, the technology for it, yeah, switches yeah. and things like that. Right. Yeah. They didn't have solid-state electronics. Oh. And they're... Okay. And this is, uh, this is our second hour of tech talk. <laughs> all right. Um, <laughs> anyway. Boy, I've just been slamming this into a wall. <laughs> no, I've been taking the wheel and just wanging us into the barrier, into the guardrail. Wham! Deploying airbags. Yeah. As a host. Hey. What, what tips do you have for Gene? So he doesn't feel like he's... I'm fucking shit up. Nah, you just gotta roll with it and... That's what uh, you gotta do, Gene. Just roll, roll with, with it. it. Roll with it. Yeah. Set us up some more lines. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the problem. It's probably the eight ball coke we've each done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think so. Uh. <laughs> Jiminy Christmas. I need to stop cursing. <laughs> I've been saying that because, because of the baby, and right. she's in the state now where she can pick up anything, you know, at the drop of a hat. So yeah. I don't curse around her though. I don't think this is my this is my uh, opportunity to, to curse like a sailor. I think. Yeah. Because huh. the internet's all about the fuck yous, right? We got explicit on That's iTunes. Right. That's right. Explicit tag on our. Oh, do you? Yeah. yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been holding back the whole time, not knowing that? Not, not, not really. <laughs> so many, but I am a conscious when I have let some things slip. I was like, oh, I don't know. they didn't say anything. I guess I'm good. <laughs> um, somebody in a comment on a review of a podcast I was reading, uh, not ours, said, uh, and they forgot to put the explicit tag in. And I'm like, really? Wow. Are you that? My really? nine-year-old son, who I listen to all my podcasts, <laughs> right, is very right. upset. Daddy. He asked me some very uncomfortable What's questions. What's finger blasting? About finger blasting. <laughs> when, a, when a mommy and a daddy love each other very much, or someone you've just met. <laughs> uh, yeah. Goodness. This is a perfect time to talk about... Finger blasting? <laughs> no. Close. Damn it. Let's talk about Tim and Eric. Oh. Well, they're all about finger blasting. I hear their show is awesome. Yeah, they finger blasted me twice, so <laughs> that was a great job. That was See, a great job. A, Before I knew you, Sam, <laughs> hey. it, turned, it turned out I knew you from television. That's true. Um, if you watch that. From television's, from television's TV. Yeah. Um, yeah, Sam Proof is TV's Raz. Yeah. No, according to Yahoo Answers, uh, that was Rob Zombie. Yeah. 
Yeah, I've uh, I've actually tried to correct that, but it's closed because they have selected the correct answer. Whoever posted that, right. and you can't modify it past that. I guess. Yeah, I so. mean, I have to admit, to me, I I just did the the very incorrect math in my head. Well, the character's name Raz. Clearly, Rob Zombie's middle initial is A. a right. I don't think it is. It's not. I'm sure it's not. I I'm, I'm, yeah. sure, I'm, I'm not even. Was that their intention? I'm, no. I'm not even sure Zombie. Because wait, I'm, I'm not even sure Zombie is his real name. It's not. I'm, I don't think that. What? It's Zombaman. Yeah. Zomba Schwartz. <laughs> um, Stain. <laughs> <laughs> it's too Jewish for me. I gotta go in a new direction. Look, look kid. What if I drop the we Schwarzstein? Love the mu- <laughs> we love the music. Uh-huh. But uh, it's not gonna look good on the marquee. We need to... Maybe uh, let's uh, let's spitball here. Uh, Rob Frankenstein. Uh, Rob oh, Wolfman. Oh, no. <laughs> God, I'm gonna sound like some kind of freak. Uh, what if I just drop the Schwarzstein? <laughs> just Rob uh, we'll, we'll try it. We'll try it. We'll see how people... We'll run uh, up the flagpole and see who salutes it. All right. I love that song. Um, what? Wait, what? No. Uh... Well, I didn't even think about it until I saw that stupid Yahoo Answers thing. Yeah. 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 When I was doing my extensive background research <laughs> yeah. of all five minutes that I did. Well, somebody has actually told me that Adult Swim uh, did do like a, you know, commercial for like, you know, Tim and Eric this week with Rob Zombie kind of thing. They did? I, I've never seen proof of this, but somebody told me that existed. I was like, really? Huh. That's bizarre, because uh, clearly it was me. <laughs> well, because they, they do use celebrity impersonators. Yeah, yeah. I think the week after me, uh, Tom Cruise had been on or something. The no, real Tom No, the fake Tom Cruise. Oh. So, yeah, it was like that season. Tom Cruise had... control, in quotes. Is that, is that what control? they call him? No, I don't fucking know. <laughs> That's got to be a weird business, man. That's got to be a porn name. Yeah. I came up with a good porn name last week. Yeah. Aristotle on Aristotle on asses, which was improved by uh, yeah. by uh, um, Andrew Orvidal to Aristotle own asses. Own, oh, yeah, that's pretty good. That is good. I, but I figured it's two, you can have two guys. Yeah, there'll be two different guys. Aristotle on asses and Aristotle own asses in the same video it, I, I with each gotta, other. I think you gotta. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. Nice. We're all free thinkers here. Okay. What are you looking up there? Here's a weird thing. Oh, not a weird thing. Um, so this claims to be an interview with Tim Heidecker and Eric Warren. Oh, okay. I know those guys. And do they have a show that they do? Yeah, it's on cable or some such. Is this, is this well, basic cable? Because I probably a cartoon. I get sub basic. No, it's on Cartoon Network. I believe it's a cartoon of some sort. I I I get sub basic cable. Do I have that? Is that through your you t- work for TV yeah, guy. Right. Tell I, me what channels I get. <laughs> six. <laughs> I get six. And 11. Um, I, I get four ESPNs and the Weather Channel. So what was the, the question, Brody? Well, I, before we... <laughs> oh, this is the, the clip. Come on with Raz now. Hop on my jet ski. Grab into my waist. Take a ride with me, please. But what about the hose? Hey, who needs the hose? Gonna show you how to have the perfect vacation Gonna seek you up to the island vibration What do you say? I'm open to that Now get a metal piercing I browse a navel Make a magnetic No need for painful Sewing in the dreadlocks Shells on the neck So I'm watching the video It's clearly you Yep Um Tell us a, a little bit about How this came to be That you were on the show Um <coughs> I mean, it's not, it's not any kind of weird connection or anything. I had an audition. They had, uh, they had everyone prepare dramatic monologues, 
and I was waiting, you know, for my chance, and uh, the door finally opens, and the guy who comes out is that iconic Venice beach bum with roller skates and an electric guitar that's uh-huh. been in, like, 40 movies, mm-hmm. and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, of course I was like, what I'm was his, in. What was his dramatic monologue, I Yeah, wonder. I want to know. I, don't, <laughs> I, I think they may have just had him come down if, and, and jam. What if it was... What if what if he's like uh, I want to do a reading from Othello, <laughs> and he like knocked it out of the park like Royal Shakespeare Company like if I could pull if I could pull any any uh, any thing from Othello besides uh, has not a few eyes I would do it but I'm not gonna do it. Mm. Is that Othello or Merchant of Venice? It's Merchant of Venice. It's Welcome to Shakespeare Talk. That's a bit different. It is a lot different. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. The, the funny thing about the whole uh, the funny thing about Tim and Eric was I did not know what it was. So, like, you know, whenever my agent called me with that, the next day I had looked up a clip, and after one clip I didn't look up anymore, and I, like, called her back and I was like, do I have to go on this audition? Because <laughs> what I saw was bad. Not that every, you know, the thing about Tim and Eric is they have very polarizing sketches where some of them are really, really funny, and some of them are really, I'm just going to say sophomoric, which may be funny to other people, but I was like, oh, man. <laughs> I would agree. Yeah. Uh, but that's been like a running theme in this podcast is me trying to get my brain around Tim and Eric because a lot of people really like them. Yeah. I think their they're, they're poo-poo is not to smelly. <laughs> well, I, I, and a I lot of their sketches their are about poo-poo. So <laughs> I certainly do not have any complaints about their work. Yeah. yeah. And, and I have seen stuff that I, I like. Yeah. I mean, I, I do. I mean, I don't want to turn this podcast into Gene Rails against Tim and Eric. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. episode, but... Um, but yeah, yeah. But I, I, I'm, I'm glad. To, I'm, I'm glad to hear my my opinion validated. Yeah, by someone <laughs> who was on the show and apparently will never be on again. <laughs> Yoink! <laughs> yeah. Um, the, but the nice thing about it is, like, um, the the fans are really cool, and um, I actually run the Facebook page for Raz at you know Raz the number four and ever so Raz forever on Facebook. Ever or EVA? Ever. Oh. I think. Shoot, now I'm not. Now you're making me question myself. Uh, you can find it by searching Facebook well, for Raz. We'll have it on the blog. We'll have the link. Yeah, up. do that. And uh, you know, there's a lot of people, and they interact. And it's really cool. And um, every year at Comic Con, Tim and Eric do Awesome Con. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've showed up at three of those, and uh, you know, every time I go there, it's like everyone just rushes over to like you know. Take so a picture weird, or say hi, whatever. It's really cool. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, like I, I guess I guess I have to separate also the fact that anybody that does something like that, creative, uh, and 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 is successful at it, I have respect for. I mean, and people aren't successful at it. Yeah. But I mean, even anyone who does does a you know a show and it's on a network, yeah. even if it's a basic cable network, and has awesome cons and things and stage yeah. shows and things. I mean, I know how hard it is to do, you know, the podunk rinky dink stuff that uh, we do and, and to do something bigger than that is something I definitely have a lot of respect for. I just, I just don't get it. And it makes me feel like I, I'm missing a part of my brain. Yeah. Have you chat with them since? I, you know, I've with never them? had like a, a for real conversation with them. I see them every year at awesome con for what's essentially like, Hey folks, Raz is here, and then I go over yeah. and I get a picture with them, and they're like, "Ah, oh, it's good to see you," and I'm like, "It's good to see you," and that's about it. So here's the weird thing: I know from interviews I've read with them and heard them, uh, they lie. Yeah. A lot. Now check out this interview from Bullseye.com. Uh, so how do you get people like Rob Zombie to participate on the show? And Eric Wareheim says, 
Well, I saw Rob Zombie back in the day at the Trocadero, and somehow I got backstage and I asked him, I was like, this was really forecasting my future. I was like, we really need to work together sometime. And he was like, who the fuck are you? You know, you're some teenager. And once we had the show, I let Tim listen to all my Rob Zombie CDs. And he's like, I'm on board. And we just called him and said, do you remember that moment? And he did actually somehow remember. Miraculously, says Tim. Right. He said, Eric Did he continues. say miraculously, too? Miraculously. What did I say? Miraculously. Oh, well. Uh, yeah, you know what, dude? Because you were persistent and you tried really hard. I'm going to do your first episode of the second season. <laughs> of the second season. He did Raz. And he was so good at it. <laughs> And, and and the interviewer is like, yeah, great. Well, what are they going to say? Bullshit? <laughs> we call bullshit. <laughs> I'm calling bullshit on this interviewer. Yep. Yeah. Who's the interviewer? Bullseye.com. No, sounds there, like is a, there a byline? Thing. Yeah, that's yeah, like a totally, totally bull. Uh, is that a porn site? No. Jason Thompson. Jason Thompson, that's you're totally a shitty, shitty journalist. Yeah, he's if almost you... as bad as that guy from the Boston Phoenix. <laughs> Which I'll explain later if you want. Explain sure. now. So this guy from the Cough Boston up, Phoenix, right, writes this uh, this review of Scott Pilgrim that basically within the first few lines says he was annoyed because the audience was laughing at the film. And I was like, what is your problem? <laughs> like, the, the, what, the, your tampon the, too far up today? Did they... Oh did, did, they uh, did, uh, did he not realize it wasn't a dramatic adaptation? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> I don't know. He had he had other problems that involved Michael Sarah's being Michael Sarah and uh, I think a lot of people have that. Yeah, <laughs> I think that would be a movie. Being Michael Sarah, we could sell that. I think didn't didn't wasn't that Paper Heart? <laughs> um, the director of whom I want to hopefully talk to sometime. He's the guy I went to oh, high school with. Excellent. Huh? Yeah. Um, I didn't realize it had a director. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I Nick actually Jasinovic. just assumed that Charlene Yee was the director. Of it. No, Nick Jasinovic, who like. I went to high school with, and he was in hardcore bands, and I was in hardcore oh. bands, and right. uh, he was parallel a lives, my friend. Cool enough guy. Yeah. Yeah. He he's done he's done a bunch of stuff with Bill Hader as well. I'm um I'm much I'm much happier with Michael Sarah when when he's that guy that was in Adventureland, <laughs> <laughs> whose name escapes me at the moment. The guy that's yeah. kind of like Michael Sarah. Yeah, the guy from Zombieland. Actually, the guy from Zombieland. I just saw Zombieland. I so did I. Yeah. You know what? This is the like three people have yeah. said director of Zombieland. Another uh, Arcadia High School graduate. Really? Huh. You know. I did not know yeah. that. Oh, Zombieland 2, they just announced. Oh, really? Sort of. Yeah, I don't know if I like that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I love that. Capture movie. the magic. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's funny. It's it's. I, I had not seen it, and uh, and and you're like the third person that is like. When did you see it? I, I literally saw it uh, last week on a cable. Yeah, on a, on a cable. On, on a, cable. a TV. On, on, that had, on the cable uh, direct television? TV, yeah. Okay. Um, and I, 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 maybe I, it's because it's out on cable is yeah. why people are seeing it who have right. not seen it. Could be. I had actually avoided seeing it in the theaters because I was literally at the time writing a novel that started in a uh, amusement park with zombies. And uh, I was like, son of a... <laughs> I was like, saw the, the trailer and I was like, I can't. I didn't even finish it. The zeitgeist. I, I was like, oh. Although it's not... The same no. at all. It's very different. There are, I like to think of it as National, Lamb's, National Lampoon's Vacation with Zombies. Yeah. That's a, somewhat accurate. Yeah. And it's, really, really cool it's uh, almost, gra- like credits. The opening. Know. Yeah, the opening credits. Well, that, really I, was, I was talking to a buddy of mine about it, and it's it's funny because the credits, the, like the, the, well, the, I don't know, the preamble to it is mm-hmm. like really graphic. And then it's just kind of like, meh. Yeah. Yeah. 
You know, Ruben Fleischer actually was the director. Of the writers who who I share an alma mater with are Paul Wernick and uh, Rhett Reese. They also created uh, the Joe Schmo Show, which is one of my favorite things of all time. Uh-huh. Joe Schmo Show was a reality show where only one of the per- oh, yeah. people was yeah, I remember this. a real guy. And uh, like Natasha Leggero. I was going to say there was a lot of. The uh, second season. Yeah. Uh, Brian Keith, um, Etheridge. Um, are you familiar with him? I, you know what? I, yeah, I've, I've heard of the show. I, I, I'm um, trying to. Oh, Kristen Wiig. Yeah, yeah, Kristen Wiig was on the first season. Oh, what? I didn't know that. Yeah, oh, yeah. I didn't. Kristen Wiig was on the first season. Huh. So, yeah, I, I really like. Uh, I really like Zombieland, and I really liked uh, Joe Schmo show. Interesting. It's really hard to say. I actually just played a zombie, sort of. Um, there's this thing called Black Box TV on YouTube. That is basically like the YouTube version of Twilight Zone. Ah. And uh, they had me in episode three as what appears to be a zombie, but technically not really a zombie. What are you? Or is that going to give away the twist? <clears throat> yeah, I can't give away the twist. Okay. So you have to <laughs> check, check it out, it out on Blackbox. Yeah, youtube.com slash blackboxtv. You can find it on my... Uh, are the twists good or are they shitty twists? Uh, the one for my episode I thought was really good. The first two I was like, Meh. so are they? Are they where they fall? Where do they fall in the Twilight Zone, Night Gallery, Tales from the Dark Side spectrum? I mean, they're still they're still earning their wings, but uh, yeah, I put them somewhere in the middle there. Not as bad as the Tales from the Dark Side. Not yeah. as good as Night Gallery yet. Yeah, not quite as good as Twilight Zone. Yes, that that sounds about right. But uh, the the director and the cinematographer are really good. They mm. they work together in a great way. Um, One directing and the other cinematography. Yeah, it's a really good split. I don't know why other people haven't figured that out. So <laughs> it's crazy. Maybe they could set up a special school where they could teach things like. Yeah, that. they should. <laughs> Some, uh, they could base that in L.A. Yeah, maybe at the University of Southern California. Somewhere. Yeah, one of those uh, one of those UCs could pick it up. Maybe. Besides the the vlogging and the video ca- video casting, I want to call it like a podcast. What do you call video podcasting? You just call it video Vlog. podcasting, or you just call it I, I, I live streaming? Live streaming. There you go. Yeah. Um, but you also have done a lot of. Uh, well, first of all, you tell me about what you. Any of your, your involvement with the UCB theater? I know you, I, I, you're on the UCB site. Yeah, I uh, well, I actually have a profile on there. Yeah, on UCB Comedy. Oh, on the comedy site, yeah. That's because I have uh, videos uploaded there. Uh, I went through, you know, all of the classes, both improv and sketch through UCB. Okay. Um, and I have an improv team called Donut Video, and we've actually performed, like, we started, we, we, uh, we got, we were... So Donut Video formed last August, and we've pretty much worked, you know, every couple of weeks since, like, performing, which has been a lot. I I have done other teams that just fell apart immediately and Mm -hmm. didn't ever play, but uh, we've played a lot at both Upright Citizens Brigade and iOS and a few other smaller places. And then this summer, we went to New York for the Del Close Festival at UCB's home base. Um, so we did that, which was really cool. Oh, very cool. And, uh, yeah, so we have a lot of ties to the, com- the, uh, UCB community, you know. Yeah. And, uh, and off mic earlier, we were, you guys have some common teachers? Yeah, probably. I mean, our Teachers sketch- in common? Well, I think there's, I mean, there's only so many people that yeah, teach classes. Probably and, only a dozen to 20 yeah. teachers. 50, yeah. maybe 100 teachers. Yeah, well, there's more coaches. Probably but, like yeah. 500 teachers. Yeah. I mean, maybe a thousand. 
Yeah, and, and, you know, I mean, they all taste the same. Yeah, you know, pretty much. Pretty much. It's, it's all garbage yeah, it's, anyway. They just basically sit you in and like, you know. Here's a video game. Do a thing. It's whatever. funny. It's whatever. like comedy, blah, 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 blah. blah. Yeah, see? <laughs> so take take UCB. <laughs> I mean, the class, I mean, the, the, the classes only cost like, what, like 20 grand each or whatever. Okay, okay. And, and yeah. you know, they just but let you do whatever the hell you want. Yeah. Good. No, UCB is a great program. It's, it's I, actually I, I really, do really good. recommend it highly. And I, I did a lot of research myself before. Yeah. I, I I decided to take classes there because I I, I I I think a lot of the other programs are very specific to the. Um, I think the fundamentals you learn at UCB are, are more fundamental. I guess if that I, makes any sense. I think they apply to writers. Yes, they do apply a lot more because like I came in it as a writer, like uh, whereas. Several years before I'd even heard about UCB, because uh, I never was aware of the TV show, I you know I went to trial for Groundlings, and they do that whole audition process, and I was like, this is the most degrading, and at the same time, what is I, I, I don't I mean it, it was literally like high school drama games, mm. like you're an animal, crawl across the stage, and I was like, I'm, this is not for me. I am an animal. I'm a human yeah. being. Yeah. <laughs> I do not crawl. Like, I walk. This is me. <laughs> I might be a crow magnet man, but I'm still human. Um, and I was like, I am out of here. Yeah, that would kill me. Yeah, and I, I never looked back. And I, because of Groundlings, didn't explore any options, you know, in improv after that. And then I actually ended up meeting this girl um, on Stickam who was doing UCB. And, uh, you know, she took me and my roommate at the time to go see a show. And I was like, oh, this is so much better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is what I wanted. Yeah, I think I've talked about this before on the show. But but my improv, I, I hated improv for a long time. I mean, I yeah. like, like literally, like when people said improv to me, I would be like, ah, you yeah. knew. That's yeah. the only a time I ever laugh at improv. Right. You know, it's, and, and UCB really, from a writing standpoint, I think it's just a much... Yeah, it lays it out. Yeah, it does really lay it yeah. out. I mean, it gives you some really strong guidelines. Right. We can just go over it right now and save everybody the money. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> no, uh, uh, I, I, I just, yeah, uh, the, the sketch class is really valuable, and, and the improv, I, I actually enjoy doing improv at UCB and, and taking the classes. Yeah. And, and, man, improv, like, two is, like, brutal. Yeah, well, it seems like the even number classes right. always got you in your head so much. And then the odd number ones, you're like, yeah, I remember how to do this yeah. and have fun. Cool. Yeah. yeah I've been through, up through three in improv and I've only taken sketch one there, but, um, yeah, it's just, I, I, I really appreciate it a lot more. I, I know what improv is supposed to be as opposed to yeah. what it usually is. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, aside from my, uh, groundlings experience, the only other real experience I had was like a summer camp when I was like, 10 or you know 13 somewhere in that range where it was and it's funny because i remember like some scene that we were doing and it was literally just people adding things you know without any consequence and i had so many problems with it it was like oh now there's a yeti over there and i was like no 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 like as a little kid i was like no because we're already doing this other thing. And it was, you know, 20 years later that I was in UCB where they were like, find the game and right. then play off that. Yeah, the game, like, the, game oh of the, scene, the game of the scene kind of boils it down to the yeah. nub, the essential. And that's, I think, the that's what I think is appealing yeah. and, and, and valuable for a writer. Because yeah. like, what I've always said in, 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 in my life is, what are you trying to do with this? Right. You know, it's like when something doesn't make sense, it's like, what's the... What, what's your goal? What's your ultimate goal here? You yeah. know, it's like, 
Are you trying to build a boat? Then build a fucking boat. Don't, you know, design the deck chairs before you, you know, build the fucking hull of the boat. Yeah. And and I think Game of the Scene is very appeals to that sort of sensibility. Yeah. And and I think the things that they teach you it's not that they're things that they figure, you know, it's not things they've created that comedy wasn't funny before. <laughs> But they've... Oh, know, but it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe to a point. I mean, there's definitely an influence out there that you can see built off this. Yeah, oh yeah obviously. But uh, there's also stuff in the past that you can now take these things you've learned through UCB and be like, this is what this is. This is what this yeah, is. Yeah. This is the game. This is why Monty Python works. Yeah. And, and, like, and it's not just comedy. It's like commercial advertising. Yeah. They are horrible at using it, but they do it. Like right. it's so you know like yeah. laid out. Well, they have to be, and I think that's the that's the thing is it's it's a survival trait. Yeah. It's like you know, you've got thirty seconds to convince someone to yeah. slap your deodorant on right. rather Hit than this thing over the head. Yeah, it's like it'll make you smell nice, so women want to fuck you. Boom, done. Yep. You know, it's like that's there, there it is. Boom. Yeah, you're set. Yep. This car will get you laid. Boom. Yep. Every because everything's about sex. It's like <laughs> this beer will yeah. get you laid. Yeah. Boom. Done. <laughs> this Plato will get you laid. <laughs> Hey, I gotta I get some Play-Doh, guys. I will be back. <laughs> hey, I'm back. Uh, you want some of this blue stuff or the red? Anyway, they all smell the same. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm not talking about Play-Doh. Oh, How you guys doing? Wow. Socrates? How are you guys doing? No. Uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah, uh, game of the scene is like yeah, it's a dear, near and dear to me. But yeah, um, yeah uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I talked about it deep deeper than that. I, I think I'll save that for a future episode. Sounds fair. Let me go All right. That's a teaser. <laughs> Look at that. Coming soon. Sit, Game sit on the edge of your seats, everyone. Now, I want to talk about some of the projects you've been involved in uh, most recently. Um, cool. How did the Ford Fiesta movement? Yeah. Was that ultimately satisfying? Good? Um, explain this. It was a lot more stressed than I thought it was. So the yeah. Ford Fiesta movement, this was the second year they did it, and basically what it was was... Uh, in this year, they took 40 internet types. Uh, it was two teams of... Was it two teams of 40? Two teams of 20? Yeah, two teams of 20. Wow. <laughs> Each team... Mathematics. Yes. Each team got one car and a tech package and then four missions. So we were splitting the car between us and all that. Um, so we had these four missions, like one a month, basically, for four months. And uh, they were all sort of grassroots movements kind of events. Like, we did a wall mural that was, like, ten spotlighted places in Los Angeles. Like, uh, my favorite pizza place, Village Pizza, I put on there and some other things like that. Um, we did a concert, which Brody couldn't be a part of because yeah, he had to do like, other stuff. Jerk. Um, no, that was really cool. We were at um, On the Rocks, which is literally above the Roxy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then we did uh, this... They called it a fashion show. It was really, it was a team up with Roxy Athletics where we commissioned a graphic designer to make a graphic that would potentially get used. And then we did a live stream to correspond with it, which was kind of all over the place. So we just celebrated my birthday because that was coming up. <laughs> and it was a really good birthday party. And in fact, the Phoenix team came to our event and we kind of oh, co did cool. an event. Uh, and then the last thing, which I actually thought was awesome, was we, like, we basically auditioned directors. It was not face-to-face, but on the internet, and did a short film, and we produced an entire short film, and it played in uh, Burbank, at the Burbank 16, or whatever that's called, in front of Get Him to the Greek one night. 
So yeah. it was on a big screen, which awesome. was super cool. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you can actually still see. And then you see... had to watch Get Him to the Greek, though. I, I actually enjoyed that. <laughs> I didn't think I was going to, um, but I did. I was like, ah, this is, this is a, way better <laughs> than I was expecting. <laughs> well, um, expectation when you set yeah. low enough. Pretty much. Anytime I go into something with, like, I am not going to like this, I'm like, ah, that was pretty good. That I, was tolerate, all right. I tolerated this. Yeah, that was, that was <laughs> all I am winner. Right. I am winner. <laughs> and plus it was free, so I didn't yeah, have yeah. to. But uh, you can still see the short film. Um, it's called uh, Fully Loaded, and it's on my YouTube at youtube.com slash samproof. So who was on your team? How many? I mean, it was all web celebrities. Well, it was, you know, a team of, t- like, on the produce, like, the directing team, or specifically my partner. Well, I mean, there was, like, 20 people, right? There were 20 teams oh, of two. 20 teams So it was me and this girl, oh, okay. Jen Friel. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, it was, you know. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought there was, like, 20. I, I, I thought, I thought like, 20 people shared a car. No, no. It was just two people. <laughs> like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Pieces aren't that big, are they? No, no. They're, they're, <laughs> you they're a moderately small force here. But. Right, right. <laughs> was it a party in a fiesta? Well, I mean, that is the, the theme of our uh, short film. It's the party that never stops. And then the buyer. Is there a problem with the brakes? Uh, no, that would be the Prius. Oh, but yeah, the party right. never stops. Party I, never stops. I didn't. Uh, yeah. Plus, I, it has a USB port in it, it so does? you can play your music. <laughs> it doesn't go anywhere. I love that. You can plug a thumb drive in and listen to all your M- MP3s. So that I, I was my favorite feature. Really? Yeah. I really. <laughs> everything had nothing, else was, was like everything fuck, else fuck was car. like whatever. It's a car. <laughs> <laughs> like cars are cars to me. Right. But yeah, so that was that was a cool four months. It was extremely stressful like there was event coordinating is a bunk load of work man oh yeah it is not easy they, they get paid the big bucks for that yeah not yeah. us yeah. We, we, <laughs> no, no 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 they they really got I mean, their money real event coordinators, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Huh. So i did, it, did not know what that was all about i heard yeah. i had heard about it yeah, yeah. So yeah. is it like a team competition, like where one of you was declared a winner? Uh, yeah, at the end, uh, and I forget which one, but it was one of the two Texas teams. Well, obviously teams. it wasn't you. Yeah, it was not us. We weren't in it to, to win it, as they say. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, we, we did not go into it. Well, my partner was like, we're going to win this. And I was like, no, we're not. I don't really care. <laughs> I already have a car. So you were, so so you were the boat anchor. You dragged I actually did the most of the work. Right. <laughs> Which is ironic because she wanted the car so bad, but I was like, "Why don't you jump on board and do some of the footwork here instead of just?" <laughs> she want, was she was she cute? Yeah, See, that was that, why. Boom, that was boom. half the reason I brought her on. <laughs> it was actually like, did you choose teams? I I had already put in my application, and they were like, "Well, you have to have a teammate." And I was like, "Oh, mm, so you're like, I'll bring this girl." Oh, okay, yeah. Got it, got it. So yeah, I I actually had the choice. Um. So yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm glad it turned out well for you. Yeah. Except for the not winning part. I didn't really care about the Just winning. glossing over I, that. I did already. get, you know, I mean, I did get a laptop and a camera out of the. Oh, the well, sweet. Thing, so yeah, like, yeah, that was yeah. good. That is, that's yeah. all right. That's a Very good cool. consolation prize. Yeah. And you do this black box. Um, black box TV. Black box TV. Yeah. And uh, you have shot some of your own stuff, some shorts and things like that. And you're yeah. going to be doing um, a web series. Yeah. Um, which you're a part of. Yes, I am. Um, so the web series is <laughs> Full called... Full disclosure. Yeah. Uh, the web series is called Hat Trick, and it's an eight-part web series, unless I change that. Because the seventh episode... which I've written the whole thing, but the seventh episode I'm not exactly happy with. So I'm rewriting it, and in doing so, I'm like, it's really long. <laughs> Either I have to find someone else to do this for me, or maybe turn this into multiple episodes. Uh, but it's, it's basically... Maybe what about bonus material? 
I have that already in mind. Right. So the concept for Hat Trick is basically a modern-day version of the monkeys for the Internet. It's four guys in their late 20s who have never played an instrument before, but trying to get back some of their youth and stave off adulthood as long as possible, form a band, and then uh, you know take it as far as they can. So each episode will also have an accompanying music video, Very or cool. at least every other episode. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's the concept, and it's a is, comedy. Is Hat Trick a reference to Michael Nesmith? Uh, hat Trick is actually a reference to is that is that a thing? Um, Michael Nesmith's hat? It, oh, to his hat? Yeah. No, Hat Trick <laughs> is actually. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, have you seen the monkeys, dude? Uh, hairy guys, long arms, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, throw poop. Yeah, yeah masturbate uh, appropriately. Peter Tork, hilarious gorilla. <laughs> um, chimpanzee, I think. Uh, no, Hat Bonobo. Yeah. Hat trick is actually a reference to um, they draw instruments out of a hat. Mm. Yeah, so that is how they, I see. you know, make the band and get the name. Is this the most ambitious thing you have tackled as far as shooting? I mean, you've shot stuff before. Like I have. I've the- done a lot of sketches. Uh, I've never done uh, episodic serial. So yeah, this would be the most ambitious thing. Uh, as opposed to, well, I mean, I've done ambitious things like I wrote a novel and yeah. I started to do a feature-length documentary, but it is not even remotely close to done, whereas I anticipate this to be done. <laughs> I remember we were talking a little bit about uh, a couple weeks ago, I think, about the documentary yeah. that you were working on. Um, do you want to talk about that? I mean, it's kind of on a very long hiatus right now, so it seems silly. Like, to, pointless to yeah, it, it seems you don't like, want to pull it out of the, the yeah. hat, so to speak. Right. What, uh... What uh, what more do you want to do on it? Just edit and finish editing it up, or you have some more shooting to do on that? On the documentary? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've got years of shooting to right, do on right, it. Right, it's right. basically it follows this artist's life, and until something dramatically changes, it's I don't think it's going to be done for a while. And I haven't shot in a while, so yeah. yeah. But uh, you can you can check out like a pseudo trailer about Luis Sanchez on my YouTube channel. Um, I think it's just called the Luis Sanchez Story. But it was part of the uh, Vlogbrothers Project for Awesome, so it was featured on that. Um, where a big part of the story is he uh, does not have functioning kidneys. Oh, oh wow. goodness! So along, you know, along with documenting his awesome art, which is really truly amazing, I'm also you know I think know, I've heard of him, Luis Sanchez. Yeah, I think yeah. He, I mean, he's local, so yeah, yeah. he's he's had a bunch of stuff. He does like uh, Cannibal Flower and the other uh, big underground stuff. You know. Yeah, you also have the the podocalypse. <laughs> See, this is another thing that happens is I I don't know how to say words. So <laughs> I do not say words good. Very few people can pronounce that apparently. Podocalypse. 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 Tell us about podcopalypse. Nope, not it. Podcropolis. Is it? <laughs> is that podcasted from the pod? That's where Darkseid, right? One of the Jack Kirby's new gods <laughs> is from. The Podpocalypse? Yeah, the planet Podcopalypse. Right. <laughs> Dude, seriously, it gets better every time you say it. <laughs> Podpocalypse? I only said it right, right here we 50 go. times. I'm going to do it. Hippopocalypse? <laughs> Podocalypse. Nope. Nope. <laughs> There's an extra P in there, dude. It's like Apocalypse. Pa, 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 pod apocalypse. Podcast. Apocalypse? Say apocalypse. Apocalypse. Say podcast. Podcast. Now say podpocalypse. Podpocalypse. Boom, ding, ding, done. ding, ding, ding. We have a winner. I'm Gene George. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about that. 
<laughs> that um, thing. So but pod- I, just, but yeah. I just said successfully. Uh, Podpocalypse is basically my uh, like internet dumpster. It's uh, we search the wasteland of the internet so that you don't have to. And I get all the funny and geeky and like hot chicks and put them all in one place. So if you want to watch, uh, and they fight. Yeah, and they fight to the death. Usually the hot chicks die fast. It's <laughs> so it the, uh, sad. Uh, no, what was it? Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, I just lost it. All right. It was a, it was a Thunderdome reference. <laughs> Pretend I said something funny about Thunderdome. Oh. We'll drop it in later. It's, a, it's actually funny you should mention that because the apocalypse and post-apocalypse is uh, really the theme of the, the blog. So a lot of the different... Uh, running columns have uh, post-apocalyptic hosts like Master Blaster who will take like a screenshot of uh, a Facebook status or a tweet from Twitter that's very clever and you know post that with a picture of the person who said it Mm. so they have that and then there's uh, Marty McFly's watch out for this well we've okay yeah we've already determined who the boss is who run Barter Town (laughs) who run Barter Town who run Barter Town? Keep looking at Brody like he's going to answer. Master Blaster. Master Blaster runs Barter Town. Master Blaster run Barter Town. See, this is... Louder. Guys, uh, this is not in my, my my frame of reference. Really? Yeah. Did you not see Thunderdome? Oh, my God. Get, no. the, get the fuck <laughs> out of my ass. <laughs> I, I refuse to watch anything with Tina Turner. Wow! No, I, I'm no, just kidding. Come on. Because uh, anyone, anyone who's anyone who's lazy enough to not leave Ike Turner after getting the shit kicked out, <laughs> she doesn't deserve my money. Uh, yeah, no, I actually just have not tackled the Mad Max trilogy. Really? Yet. Oh my god! Holy shit! So dude. good. Are uh, you kidding me? I'm not. You know, I will use the word seminal correctly. It is seminal yeah, work of the post-apocalypse. I've seen a boy and his dog. Oh, that's very good. That's a good movie, that's, that's a good but, movie. but this is better. I'm trying to think of all the... I mean, a, boy is, a Boy and His Dog is something you I mean, watch after you watch the Mad Max trilogy. <laughs> well, when someone's like, Boy and His Dog is a really good post No, seriously, dude. You're like the you're, there's there's probably three people who who you're like the one person in North America who's not like a retarded shut-in that hasn't seen this movie. That remains on cable? No, I just I guess it's not something I've ever What? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Have you haven't seen The Road Warrior? No. What? I remember the 80s tag team, the Road Warriors, with Hawk no! and Animal. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. I was aware they were named after a Mel Gibson movie. Holy shit, that's like I, that's like finding out you're a hermaphrodite. You're not a hermaphrodite, are you? I'm saving that for a future oh, podcast as well. Damn. The one that you talk about the game on. Wow. <laughs> I'll talk about that. All right. Well, anyway, everyone should go see those. Uh, those are amazing. Yeah, no shit. Yeah. Wow, what? I don't even like Mel Gibson anymore, but I will still go back to no, watch Mel Gibson's those movies. a douche. What an ass. Yeah. Uh, Mel Gibson's a drunk is his problem. Well, and I think he might have dementia at this point. He's, I think he's a drunk. Yeah. I think he has, like, I think he has alcohol-induced, like, some sort of psychosis. But... But it, allegedly, Whatever. like anyone fucking yeah. is going to listen to this podcast and say uh, this. But anyway, uh, but along those lines, we did. Uh, you know, wait a minute. What? Hi. So who run Barter Town? Master Blaster run louder. Oh, God. <laughs> Let's just embargo. All, <laughs> embargo. <laughs> Let's just all chant two man enter, one man leave. Two man. Uh, uh, that, that means like you, a, that yeah. means you haven't seen. 
that means you haven't seen uh, what's the dude? What's the dude? The the traitors? The traitor guy's name? He has a name, but I don't remember. The, oh, and fighting got to kill it, and that was damn near the end of us all. <laughs> but now we got two men, two men with a gut full of fear. Nice. Wow, he remembers it better than me. <laughs> you know the rules. Two men enter. One man leaves. <laughs> and then they start the chant. Yeah. Two men enter. One man leaves. Two men enter. One man leaves. Uh, and you can see uh, the original in both English or Australian. Yeah, no, the Australian version is the way to go. Yeah. Dude, I will loan you I those own. movies tonight. I will loan you those. We should have a Mad Max episode. We should, oh, yeah. we should do a special episode of Shaky Town talking oh, about I'd, these movies. I'd come back we, for that. All right. We'll yeah. do it. We'll maybe, do it. Yeah, maybe we can grab the battleship pretension, guys. Let's do it. Let's do it. I well, mean, I swear to God, I swear to God, we'll do this. I will get I them on the horn. I swear to the non-existent God in the heavens <laughs> that don't exist. Well, I don't know about that. The heavens, the heavens, heaven does not exist. But that's another, that's another podcast. Yes. Us talking about our religious beliefs or lack, and, or lack thereof, yeah. Sensible yeah. lack thereof. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, God damn, man. I am, I am completely <laughs> blown away. Wait. I'm completely blown away by that. All right, I, I just have to check a few other things. Have you seen Red Dawn? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Of All course. Right. All right. That's and better. I, I probably better. will. I'll probably peek at the, the remake. I don't know. We'll see. Oh, I'll probably I'll see it on cable. I'll see, see what cable. they do with it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah there's just some things you miss. Um, Not today, that. I, yeah. Actually, this is kind of cool. I think it was fun. Um, I'm working on a show about a biker bar mm-hmm. in Sturgis, and next you're gonna say you haven't seen Wild Hogs, dude. <laughs> well, that one I'm definitely saving for when I can see with a room full of people, uh, or maybe Old Dogs. I'm thinking of actually Old Dog, yeah. Old Dogs or Old Dog. Well, he was talking <laughs> about Wild Dogs, Wild Hogs, Wild Hogs, but, and yeah. Old Old Dogs and Wild Hogs are from the same <laughs> the people who. Oh. Oh. Anyway, it's just old dog is good. I thought you said the penises that brought you old dog or wild dog. No, but that's that where it does accurate. sound like genius. <laughs> it does. Oh, Christ. Uh, I just, uh, there was a conversation that came up about Kiss, and I realized I'd never heard the Kiss a live album, and I really should, because it's like supposed to be the best live album of all time. Huh. Oh. But, again, you know, that might be a generational thing, I, you know. Yeah, I could see missing, I could see missing that. Yeah, I could see missing. Yeah, that, that seems fine. Not, but not. <laughs> but uh, with, not the Mad yeah, Max. No, God, yeah. Jesus. Maybe I could see even missing Mad Max. Because if you're going to miss one of the yeah. movies, Mad Max is all right, but it's not. It, Road Warrior is like the king of the post-apocalypse. Yeah, movies. well, I mean, Road Warrior sets it up, and then you know. yeah, Road, Road Warrior is like the best post-apocalyptic movie ever made. Yeah. I think. It's not. It's not the finest. It's not the <laughs> most cinematic. And Boy and His Dog is very good as well. Yeah. Yeah. But. Uh, yeah. And uh, I believe Boy and His Dog is actually a public domain at this point, or at least the original story. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, yeah. the Harlan Ellison. The novel. Yeah. Yeah, the novelette. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, it, uh, I've contemplated actually making that into a web series because of such things. But uh, also, I Am Legend. Do you believe that uh, as well? Well, he uh, oh, there was a there was a short film in 1946, but it's unrelated. And then Harlan Ellison wrote the 1969 short story. Now, as far as public domain goes, copyright know. status, I don't uh, think, I think uh, it's, it's incomplete and it contains an invalid date, um, more than one year different from its actual release date. And yeah, there's 
No copy of the original public domain version transferred to VHS or DVD currently exists. It leaves only the 1982 copyrighted version. So yeah, some hijinks, copyright hijinks. Mm, interesting. Alright. <clears throat> you can subscribe to Shaky Town Radio on iTunes. Simply search for Shaky Town Radio. You can visit our constantly updated blog at shakytownradio.com. Our Facebook fan page link can be found there, or you can simply go to facebook.com slash shakytownradio. Our Twitter address is at shakytownradio. Our email address is shakytownradio at gmail.com. You can send us a voicemail at 6666-SHAKE or 6667-4253. That's the same number. The music on this episode is by Jawbreaker, the song Boxcar from the album 24-Hour Revenge Therapy. My cat Ike likes that song, don't you, Ike? People can find you on Facebook. Don't don't find me on Facebook. <laughs> but we can no, you, you can Twitter. totally find me on Facebook. Okay. Uh, yeah, Twitter, uh, twitter.com slash samproof, youtube.com slash samproof, and stickam.com slash samproof. Also, samproof.tv pretty much has everything. Right, right. So, and there's a community there. We're uh, at community.samproof.tv. <laughs> samproof and samproof-related things. Yeah. It is, actually, uh, but it's it's also, we do, uh, you know, there's a lot of interaction. Uh, there's a collab group within it, so if people want to make y- their own YouTube videos, they can post a thing cool. and be like, be in my video, and stuff like that. So that's, you know, it's all about interacting. And then you have on September 22nd, which I believe is a Wednesday. Uh, um, the web prom. Yeah, this is at uh, Busby's East on 5364 Wilshire Boulevard. Yep. Tell me a little bit about that. Uh, yeah, uh, web prom is this really cool thing we're doing. Um, to, it's for a charity called uh, Our House. And, um, you know, our uh, proceeds go to that. And it's just going to be like a fun little, basically, social media, internet Is the hangout. theme Enchantment Under the Sea? It's Enchantment Under the Web. Right. Uh, yeah, so... But we're gonna. We have nominees for you know the court of the king and queen, including like Shane Dawson and uh, oh, I saw Cooper Julie Harris, Allison. Julie Allison, Is it, like uh, from right? Gawker, Julie Allison from a long time ago. No, yeah, it was Julie Allison who got ye- yelled at by uh, Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> Weird. Um, he he was basically yelling at her for. They had the. Like, oh, we have these celebrity. You have these celebrity sightings on your site, yeah. and you guys said I was at this place being drunk, and I was actually at home with my girlfriend. <laughs> so, how would you justify reporting inaccurate material right. that could potentially, you know, harm people? Wow. And um, der, it was huh. kind of a disaster. Oh, interesting. So, okay. Be sure to remind her of that when you see her. And who else will be there? Um, so another really cool people like Zadi Diaz, who does Epic Foo, is going to be there. Uh, she'll be one of the nominees for Queen. Uh, she's a Streamy Award winning. Uh, Which, by the way, the Streamy Awards, the most disgusting sounding award. <laughs> really? You don't yeah, think, think the Squirting Awards were? I don't think so. Yeah. I think Streamy is probably is pretty bad. Yeah. Also, they're, they're, uh, I'm not going to talk bad <laughs> about them. They've had enough of that this year after that debacle of a show. Anyway! Uh, but Zadi's super cool. Uh, she was actually in a video of mine a long time ago. Um, which was cool because she was way bigger than me on the internet when I was like, well, would you send me this clip of you doing this thing that you're doing? <laughs> and she did. And then I actually met her a long time after that. Oh, very cool. Yeah. So this again is be at BuzzBeezy East yeah. uh, September 22nd. Yeah. Uh, next, um, uh, as of this podcast dropping, it'll be the following Wednesday. 
Right. 22nd. 5364 Wilshire Boulevard. Yeah. And, uh, Early birds, $25 a ticket after September 15th, $30 a ticket. Well, it's after that, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, and anything right. else you got coming up? Um, yeah, just, you know, more live streaming events. Um, going to be doing some stand-up comedy th- stuff like that, which will be on my stickam, but you can also find the events posted on my community, community.sandproof.tv. And... Yeah, I got videos dropping every week or so on my YouTube. Very cool. Yeah. And then the Podpocalypse is like every couple of hours something goes up. Podpocalypse. Yes! There you go. Too late. Anything too from late. this bottom <laughs> shelf, that's, you win. <laughs> that's right. Do you like a harmonica or a fake mustache? <laughs> Neither of them work. I got my fake mustache. Well, harmonica it is. <laughs> there you go, son. Plays it doesn't work flat. very well either. <laughs> He's absolutely right. That fake mustache does not work. <laughs> Well, cool. It's been great having you on the show. Yeah, I yeah. really appreciate it. I, you've always been very supportive of uh, of me and my music, and yeah. uh, it was it's good to be always good to be on your show. It's good to to have you on our show. Yeah, well, I'll definitely have. This you, is what uh, they call synergy, I think. Yeah, we'll definitely have you back on. Yeah, not me though. No, but <laughs> I would like to have you uh, come on as a guest blogger for Podpocalypse and maybe do a. A funny, funny blog. Well, let's at some do. Point. Let's let you know. Let's let's blog about uh, popping Brody's Mad Max cherry. All right. Let's do. We can live blog that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I don't this think that's like a term. Don't I don't think live blogging should be a term. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll whip that shit up. I don't know if that's what you do with live blogging. I don't know. Well, you can watch, and then we can watch you watch. Yeah. So well, we like, could do that. We could do like a, a feed oh, of yes. us watching Mad Max. Yeah, I could have actually been Dude, I can't tonight, believe but. that. Oh my god. <laughs> I really can't get my head around that. That's like the big. Because so I would say things like, The Night Rider, baby! Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm a rocker, I'm a roller, I'm an out of controller! You would have no idea what I'm talking about. No. Not a fucking clue. Might as well be speaking Japanese to me. Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> Wow. All right. We got to wrap this up. Oh, what's I... he say when he's like the guy and he's attached to the car and he's like, you can't do this. You're a... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, uh, uh, the, the, those, those handcuffs are high carbon steel. You can cut through them in ten minutes. You can cut through your ankle in five. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yep. Of course, he says it in an Australian accent. If you're watching the right version. Yeah. There's two versions. There's the American version where they dubbed right. it into American ease. Yeah. And then the Australian version, which makes... it's Which is hilariously funny because... Uh, I noticed when I first watched it, I watched the American dubbed version. Sure. But when um, when of one us. of the one of the other cops gets in a car accident and later on he has a voice box, they don't dub, dub the voice box. Right. So you got this guy talking like this through a voice box. I would <laughs> actually like, this, like to see the American dub. It's again. on the it's on the uh, the disc I have has both. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. I wonder if mine does. Probably. Maybe I'm too lazy to turn it over. <laughs> or flip the buttons. Or to look in the menu. Yeah. <laughs> How do menus work now? Yeah, very, very, very. Anyway, well, it's been great having you on. Awesome. Uh, we wish you we wish you the best of luck. Um, <laughs> why I said that. Uh, uh, I just, I'm having a part of a moment, I think. We wish you the best of luck, as we do every, each and every guest. Um, but uh, thanks a lot. Yeah, yeah thanks for coming. Yeah. Uh, well, let's wrap this up. Uh, uh, we've had Sam Proof on. It's been a great show. Um, it's been the Shaky Town Radio Hour. I am Gene George. I'm Brody Foster Hubbard. And I'm Sam Proof, breaking into your houses and sleeping in your beds. Night, everybody. Yay! Yay.